Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Villa No Filler. Keenan Davis comes to the rescue as he bags his first goal since dinosaurs roam the earth. We'll also continue our perfect 10 feature. Today it's time to rate Tyrone Mings' season out of 10. And we'll of course have the back in time quiz where the ultimate winner gets a free Nando's courtesy of the losers. But before we get into all that, let's check in with the other two lifelong villains joining me on the show. Firstly, as ever, Roisin Mendonca, how are you? Evening, George. Very well. How are you? Good evening. Very well, thank you. And Frankie Maguire, how are things? I'm all good, thanks. Just about. <laughs> Excellent. How, how's um, how's your um, your week been, Frankie? I haven't, uh, I haven't spoken to you for a while. Yeah, it's all right. I've done a few interviews. I met David Mooney for the, uh, from The Athletic. He's a Man City fan who was telling us all about how terrible the Super League was. So this time last week, kind of thought football might be about to end. Uh, Aston Villa might be or no more. Or Villa might win the league. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Champions <laughs> League football, here we yeah. come. <laughs> in a weird sort of way. Uh, but Super League, we're never going to get in there. So... Uh, but yeah, uh, spoke to him. And then also uh, our first player interview uh, with my own uncle, John Dean, striker from the 1970s, played up front with uh, Brian Little and uh, Andy Gray. It was a very special interview for me, you know, growing up watching his managerial career, really. I didn't see him play. And just hearing some great tales, really, how he got discovered as a lifelong Villa fan, got through and describing his first goal for Villa at home and talking about playing Johan Cruyff and just some another hilarious story about having to run off the pitch being chased by Rangers fans when they, they invaded the pitch from the whole tens <laughs> back in the 70s so just some really great stuff and that will be out in a couple of weeks so nice. uh, those, those were the days eh fat yeah. invasions you know <laughs> playing with Johan Cruyff <laughs> those were the days um and Rasheen how have you been this week I'm, I'm a bit on edge at the moment because we, for those that are listening, we're recording this straight after the match. So I'm missing line of duty and I just don't know who's <laughs> yeah. been shot. I don't know if Kate's alive. I don't know if she's dead. So this is, I'm, I'm a little bit on edge. Also a bit concerned that Aston Villa might get kind of dragged into the free Cuthbert scandal. <laughs> um, after, George, do you want to just explain that uh, article you <laughs> you sent to us in the whatsapp yeah that's right yeah well i think i think uh, some of our listeners might be listening into this kind of bizarre twitter spat between was it aldi and um aldi and M&S? M&S? i think this has yeah. been this has gone to the court when you sent that article about aston villa producing two feet two foot caterpillar cakes was it yeah the aston villa players they give like caterpillar cakes are a real big thing among the uh, among the villa squad so whenever it's a player's birthday out comes the colin caterpillar cakes and so they've yeah. been um, they've been they're passing it around the yeah. uh, the squad yeah, i mean so i approve no, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that mns are going to come for them you know nail the aldi case then come for the villa how have you uh, been, George? I, I, you know, I've been re- I've been really good. I saw my um, I saw my uh, family for the first time in months. I think I think over a year now. My sister and my parents came up, um, which was which was amazing. It feels like finally lockdown is officially kind of coming to an end and restrictions are, are lifting, which is which has been good. And then um, you know, Keenan Davis goes and scores a last minute equaliser oh, yes, against the Baggies. So you know, what a what a weekend! It's been amazing. <laughs> it's been great. Okay then, so it finished uh, Aston Villa 2, West Brom 2. Roisin, are we petitioning for a Keenan Davis statue now or tomorrow morning? <laughs> um, right now, right this second, after line of duty, get them down there, outside the whole team, it's done. Um, I think actually before we talk about Keenan, 
we've got to shout out Amy Martinez, who single-handedly oh, or single-finger-tippedly, uh, if that's, <laughs> if that's a, a word, um, I mean, he was outstanding today, wasn't he? Absolutely saved us. And it, it wasn't the best night for our defence. Um, mm. I do think Konza was unlucky with the penalty. Um, or maybe I'm being partisan. Maybe I just love Konza too much. Um, we'll talk about Mings later. Um, but Amy Martinez was just, I mean, that that kind of almost own goal from Konza that he, I don't even know what happened there, but he yeah. was just, he was like, you know, cat reflexes. He was incredible. So shout out for, for Amy Martinez. Absolutely. Um, I think attacking... What was shown today is Ollie Watkins does need that support. Um, it, it, you know, we, we, it's not doubted now. He can't, he can't do it by himself um, in that final third. Um, and actually, I, 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 I don't know when this was. I think I spoke to Frankie about it. I read or read an article or watched an interview with Jack Grealish kind of recently within the last year, and he was talking about the fact that he thinks Keenan Davis is one of the best players he's ever played with. Mm. Um, he likened him to Christian Benteke, which, of course, when Jack Grealish was coming up um, at the Villa, Christian Benteke was the kind of big, strong, fantastically kind of solid striker. Um, and, and he likened him to Benteke and said he's one of the best strikers he's ever played with. And, and, and you look at somebody like Keenan Davis, who you want to be really good, but perhaps hasn't, you know, well, hasn't scored. Um, and you kind of don't see it, but he's, get, I think he's made massive improvements, hasn't he? Mm. Um, and he really, really is, he's got to be making a case for, for starting, surely. Um, and, and he's providing that, that support in the centre where, you know, if Ollie Watkins is dragging players out of position, great. But somebody's got to be there in the middle to score. Um, great to see Wesley come on as well. I know it was, yeah. it was for a short amount of time. If he had scored that winner, oh, oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, I think, yeah, a draw was the best we could have gotten, really. And, you know, unless that, that, that goal from Wesley had come in. But we we probably wouldn't have deserved to win um, that game. I think we do deserve more than we're currently getting from the Villa. I think we're a talented, they're a talented bunch of boys and it, it would be a real shame, as many commentators have said, to see us kind of fizzle out this season. And I think, I don't know, I just think we need more and, and maybe Keenan Davis can, can offer us that. Yes. I mean, uh, we obviously saw his impact off the bench against Fulham, uh, where he put in that ball for Trezeguet's goal. Um, and again, you know, coming off the bench and, and, and a real handful for defenders. Um, I, it's, it's such an unfortunate thing with Davis. He's, he, I, I swear he must be the unluckiest striker in the Premier League, <laughs> as in he... he you know, he hits a side netting, he hits the post, he hits the bar, he gets into good positions. He literally does ev- every single thing but but hit the back of the net. So I'm really, I'm really chuffed for him that he managed to kind of seize the initiative and, and spring on that mistake from from Bartley. Um, you know, I, I watched the highlight and you can see his anticipation. He's, he's watching to see if Bartley's going to do exactly what he what he ends up doing. And he, and he, and he, he seizes on it and um, muscles him off and, and, and gets yeah. the ball in the net. I mean, so, it was a great bit of skill, yeah. that what he did, with his, at mm. the outside of his foot. And, it, you know, it was, at, it was at an angle. It, it wasn't just that they made an awful error and they had indecision. He, like you say, he, he seized it. He, he mm. went for it. And, and good on him. Yeah, Frankie, what what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Keenan Davis. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and I was absolutely delighted for him to get that goal because from the second he came on, I think he came on sort of 75th minute or so, I thought he was excellent. 
he does what he always does. He held the ball up. He was a bit of a bully. He actually shows a bit of skill every now and again. He gives the opposition defence something to think about. But what he's always lacked is that goal. And today, finally, he gets that goal. Because when he hit the post, I thought, this man just cannot seem to get God on his side. Like, just what is it? And, um, but finally gets that goal. Delighted for him. And I hope it you know, is the start of something for him. Because as you mentioned, he also played really well against Fulham recently. He's shown before he's got something. So we'll see in the coming weeks if he can get a few more goals. Um, it was also brilliant to see Wesley come back. Otherwise, you know, I thought um, a problem we've seen regularly is that our centre midfield does not look comfortable on the ball. It doesn't look massively comfortable. You know, with McGinn and Louise, to be honest, I don't think either of them are particularly great at taking control of a game and spreading the play. And when Jacob Ramsey came on, he did exactly that. It's the second time now I've seen Ramsey come on in centre midfield, I think he and he played in the same position as Leeds, and he his passing was incisive. I think that's his position. I think he's a centre mm-hmm. midfielder, and it might be worth giving him a position, playing ahead of McGinn or Louise at some point in the coming weeks. Um, and then, it, unfortunately, as you, I mean, Roshin, you, you mentioned Emmy Martinez, some fantastic saves. Unfortunately, it was um, Ezri the Rock concerts one day off. It's the one bad game I've seen him have all season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't think it was a penalty. Um, I just do not think that was a penalty. But okay, it happened. And then he saw, it just seemed a bit off his game after that. Um, yeah, but, did. you know, it, in the, it, it was very close to a Twitter meltdown. I could feel it was building and brewing. <laughs> probably have just Is this just for you, gun. Frankie? Or? <laughs> I think you could just see it was coming. And I was like, oh, thank God for that goal. Because I don't know, I think a loss, you know, if, if we'd lost that, having lost to Sheffield United as well in the bottom three and only just turned it around against Fulham. Oh man, the end of the season could have been pretty grim, but um, thankfully it gives us something to go with going forward. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I think, I think it, yeah, it was a great start to the season, but we, we were never going to maintain that work. We we were never going to keep, well, other commentators said we were never going to win the league. Of course we believed at all Villa, no filler. Um, (laughs) But you know, we, like we said, we, we deserve to see this 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 team of of good, strong, creative, and exciting players. The best team we've seen for a long, long time. Not just kind of fizzle out to, to one nil losses, mm. um, and and to see Frankie have a, a complete meltdown on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think that would yeah. be a pretty no, no one. Season. No one wants to see that. <laughs> I mean, I I think I think it's what it's what we've been talking about for a while. Um, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but obviously as the season has gone on I know obviously Jack is is the big is the big loss and any team would miss him but we just seeing the limitations of the squad you know over the course of a full season you know a lot of, a lot of the players are going off playing international football as well and, and we've now reached the stage of the season where we've come to the end and all our kind of like you know high quality players are probably just all a bit knackered and there's no there's no one there to come in and replace them because the drop-off in quality uh, beyond our starting eleven just kind of isn't there. The strength and depth, as we said before. So you know, I, I, I think I think you're right, Frankie. If we did lose to West Brom, then you know the Twitter outrage would be in full swing, <laughs> and it's ridiculous because you've just got to give Smith another summer to kind of improve the squad, bulk out that team, and next season's a whole new season again. And um, you know, hopefully we can kick on. But yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't be, you know, be against Smith 
now it's just ridiculous yeah we def i think we def i think it was a point you might have mentioned recently george that we uh us Grealish's injury might in a bizarre way actually be helpful in the sense of giving us a complete idea of what it is we need to improve in the squad um you know that we're so reliant on him clearly um and without him we just have lacked completely lacked creativity and i personally think it's in the center is a big big problem mm-hmm. um, i thought bertrand mm-hmm. Traore was really poor today actually yeah he was ross barkley was better he was better um, yeah. it was I, do you think jack Grealish is just sat at home eating caterpillar cake like yeah <laughs> <laughs> this team's nothing without me <laughs> in a gucci puffer jacket <laughs> all villa no filler on twitter facebook and instagram Welcome back, everybody. Now it's time for this. The Perfect Ten. It's The Perfect Ten, which I'm hosting this week. This is a feature where two of us review the performances of each key Villa player so far this season and give them a score out of 10. This week, Roisin and George will assess... Tyrone Mings. Now, I love Tyrone. I call him Ty the God of Thunder for a reason. With those thunderous balls for, those thunderous tackles. He's a leader. Um, he's a major part of why our team has got up out of, out of the uh, championship in the last few years. But I know he's also a man who can divide opinion. So I'll start with Roisin today. What have you... Oh, don't start with me. I don't know. All right. All right. No, it's fine. It's fine. I I just, I don't know whether to give Tyrone Mings a 10 or a 2. I just, (laughs) I I just can't work it out. Like you said, when he, you know, when he was on loan, he was instrumental in keeping us up. He thought he loves the villa. You know, those pictures of him after he went up and he was at what Bournemouth station in his full villa kit, um, completely loving life. And you just think this is a guy we want to stay. Um, And he is so commanding at the back. He's, he, he, you know, he he's, he is the captain in in Jack's absence, and and rightly so. But with the way that he kind of controls the pace, and he and he, you know, he's always kind of looking not just at his own play, but at, but at everyone around him. Um, but we cannot deny that there is kind of error after error after error after error <laughs> and they and they go somewhere with him you know it's not just it's not just a little kind of miss pass like it like it might be with Douglas Luis or uh, you know a strange choice of play like it might be with El Ghazi with with Tyrone Mings they lead to goals or they lead <laughs> to red cards and they lead to to kind of a real uh, kind of altering the path of, of of any given game and I just I, I, I've struggled with this all season I can't work out, you know, how much that, that kind of makes me not sure about him as a player. I, I sometimes, I, I get nervous when he's on the ball at the back. I get, you know, when he's, t- he's looking around for somewhere to, to, to pass it and I he just kick it. I just, I get really, really nervous. Um, having said that, he does, he always comes back. He always works hard. Um, and he usually makes up for, for any error that he commits. Um, so I just, I'm really torn with this one. I'm really, 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 really torn. Mm. Um, I could, do, do I have to give a number straight away? You can, I think you can wait and maybe you can hear George's side of the argument as well. And then I might even make my own case at the end. So okay, can, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm really stuck with this one. 
Okay. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he certainly is a divisive figure, isn't he? I mean, firstly, can I say, Frankie, I don't think I've ever heard you call him Ty the God of Thunder. Um, <laughs> starters. He's gone. Whenever, he's on, whenever he's on the ball, I'm just sat there going, go on, God. Come on, God. Wrong God. Shunting it at the screen. <laughs> My girlfriend looking on like, what is, what is, what is he? He's lost, his, he's lost his mind. He's lost yeah, his marbles. She says, she says that a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, whether you ever had them, that's, a, that's another debate. Serious sort of side eye whenever you're watching the villa. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, oh man, I mean, I mean, Machine, everything that you said is just the truth, isn't it? Um, I want to love him so much. I want, he, he's, he's <laughs> judging by your face, I George. I don't know how to describe it. I want, yeah, no, I so want to love him. He's like, he's like, um, you know, you go on a date with someone and, and like they're, they're perfect and, and, you know, they're hilarious and they're, they're really attractive. But then, you know, it's, it's like a stem of broccoli in between their teeth and you're like, oh no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, you're so close to being Release perfect. the broccoli. <laughs> Get it just, out. Just, just, on, can you not feel it in there? Um, so that's that's the way that's kind of how I see Tyron Mings in a sort of bizarre uh, dating analogy, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. He's kind of like he's done so much to get us into the Premier League. Like when he came in, he was just he was just the man. Uh, he he was he was absolutely everything and, and got us up there. And you know, last season was was really tough. And you know, he he was a really sort of galvanizing force in what was a really difficult season. I'm not saying he had a fantastic season. I don't think anyone really did in our team last year, but you know, he, he was, he was still an important part of that first, um, that first 11. And then this season, again, you know, he started off pretty good, uh, formed a really good um, unit with, with concert particularly that them, them two in the center, uh, in center back positions. And, We've kept a whole bunch of clean sheets, and he's responsible for that. But then, as you say, he's also responsible for the, for the clean for the non-clean sheets. <laughs> um, lots of like really painfully annoying individual errors, and I and I do think I do think you know as you say, I just want him to boot the ball and get rid of it and play it simple. But I I, I actually think this is something he's been asked to do. He's he's more of a ball playing. He's he's kind of a ball playing defender. He gets a ball. You always see him go forward with the ball. He'll 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 try and make these forward passes. Look for target, you know, on the on the on the wings as well. He's he's always much more advanced than Conser. Conser plays a much more, I think, a much more kind of simple game. Um, and I think I think Frankie, you might have mentioned this before. I think Conser's responsibility is a lot more. It's a limited, but and so you you know he he makes less mistakes because he's asked to do less because he's more inexperienced. And you know, Mings, you know, he's in he's in the England team. Um, he must be doing something right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you just can't quite think. What. Yeah, it's just like what that thing is. It's just a real <laughs> conundrum for me. Um, no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him. I'm, I'm gonna give him a rating, and um, I'm going to give him a generous seven. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh yes! What, you think that's too low, Frankie? That I was like way well, too I mean, low. Was where I was pitching. Of course, it's too low for Frankie. Who calls him the God of Thunder. <laughs> I was. Like, Frankie's got a shrine to Tyrone. Right. I've, I've got him on my screen. Goes and visits his estate agents Listen, every I, week. I think. I think you know. We're, we're judging him over the course of this season, aren't we? Really, and and you know, we're not. We're not talking about championship Tyrone Mings anymore. Yeah. Um, this is this is second season Premier League Tyrone Mings, and um, I think based on 
based on how you know I, I think seven is fair considering oh my goodness yeah i think and, and you know what i think i'm i'm sorry frank I'm, i think i'm going to agree with george i think in his position he is he is a kind of well he's the captain he's the captain at the moment and he has been for what nine ten weeks or whatever it is um he shouldn't be making the mistakes he makes i think it's I'm going to go with George, you know. I'm going to bring him down to the seven as well. And the good thing about Mings, you know what? I think he'd be the first submitter. And if he's listening, I think he might agree. <laughs> well, that's what I, I think. I must say, to my mind, you're both very harsh. I will end the Zoom meeting <laughs> right now. Um, uh, it was great having you on listening this week. Uh, but no, um, I, I mean, I think for me, he, I understand why he's divisive. Um, but I think... I think if he wasn't there, we would have conceded a lot more goals, if that makes sense. I do, I do personally think Conce is our best defender. And I think Emmy Martinez is an, is an incredible goalkeeper. And I think they're a massive part of why we haven't conceded many. But I think Mings is also a massive part of sort of marshalling and leading that defence and driving us forward. And yes, all right, a lot of his long balls don't necessarily go somewhere, but that's partly what he's been told to do. And then also partly because Ollie Watkins is not, a striker who wins that many headers or really so that's I saw I think I saw a statistician um, criticizing Mings for losing the ball a bit but I think that's partly why his stats aren't great because he's always booting it long to a striker who doesn't hold the ball up that well um personally that's my view mm, sounds um, like you're making excuses I'm, 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 I'm the god of thunder here but, but I, I, you know I've got to accept I've got to accept your scores I'd have gone eight and a half personally never Oh well. Well, well, well I, I, I think I, our average ratings are all over the place. Aren't they? <laughs> We've got like Martinez, who's just had another absolute blinder on eight point five. Conte's yeah. had an absolute mare today. On I think, yeah, I think it very much depends on what's happened in the. In yeah, the game. I, I feel we're being massively swayed by the game. We've just <laughs> the own goal might not have helped Tyrone yeah. here. <laughs> That was the perfect 10, and Ty, the God of Thunder, has scored a 7. A controversial score in my personal view. We'd like to hear if you agree with that and what you've made of the Villa players this season. You can email your opinions to allvillanofilla at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram by searching allvillanofilla. Okay, let's look ahead to Villa's next game now. It's Everton away next Saturday. Uh, Frankie, how do you think that one's going to go, considering this could be finally the game Jack Grealish returns for Villa? Well, if Jack Grealish returns, it will certainly lift the team. I mean, there's just, of course it will, um, just his mere presence um, and creativity. Um, and it will give something, give Everton a lot more to think about. You know, if he doesn't play, though, and there's every chance of that, uh, Everton. They're not in great form. I mean, I know they beat Arsenal, but um, it's quite middling form at the moment. Um, not really doing a great deal. I could see it being a bit of a draw, that game. Um, I hope to see Keenan get a go. Uh, again, I, I think he's played really well when he's in recent weeks. I know against Man City, he didn't do a lot when he came on, but I mean, you know, it's Man City, in it? Um, but, uh, you know, and uh, as I said earlier... I, I wonder if it's time to just give Jacob Ramsey a chance in centre mid alongside either McGinn or 
um, Louise and drop either McGinn or Louise. And because he, to me, was the most incisive passer in centre midfield today when McGinn and Louise, again, together, had been pretty sloppy um, and not, didn't look like you really trusted them on the ball. Whereas Ramsey, you trusted him. So I don't know, maybe just give him a chance. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, if Grealish makes his appearance, it'll be like um, this is the inner nerd in me coming out. But do you remember in Lord of the Rings, Helm's Deep? You know, they're losing the battle. They're really struggling. <laughs> they're really pitched in. And then, and then, and then, I think it's Aragorn. Does he hear Gandalf's voice in the background saying, "You know, in the on the in the morning of the third day, look to the east." Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden, there he is, riding down <laughs> the whole green lad, bringing everything back to the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> finally the you know the, the cavalry have arrived to save these kind of you know the riders of rowan all in pur- purple puffer jackets that's it. <laughs> that's right yeah so you know that that will be that will be what it'll be for me as soon as Greenish comes back into the team you know it's not only is he himself gonna gonna you know just do what he does which is just essentially win games single-handedly but he's going to give the, the other players a lift and help hopefully raise their game too and if it is against everton i mean again we're still clueless about uh, how how long actually he's going to be out for? But I think I heard the, the Everton game is what um, both Smith and Greenwich are targeting. Then that will make a massive difference. Um, and I yeah, I, I, I mean, if he doesn't come back, then I think they have to really consider having Davis and, and Watkins up front because our formation without Greenwich the way it is just doesn't work. It just mm. doesn't seem to click. Uh, there's 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 nothing up front. But Watkins can't hold the ball up particularly well, not not like a Davis or a Wesley um, figure can. So, you know, he he needs help. Um, so, yeah, if Grealish isn't back, then I'd like to see Davis start. But if Grealish is back, then, you know, maybe let's go back to how it was before the injury. And fingers crossed that off form continues as it was before he did get injured. Shane, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we'll do it. I think we'll do it. When Jack comes back from injury, we win 13 games in a row. Even if there aren't 13 games left, we're going to win 13 <laughs> in a row. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll be back up in the European positions. This is it. This is this is what happens, boys. Yeah, um, I think that that you know, I you know, I'm not saying we're on a Man City level, but I think our defence has done so well this year, um, and they've kept such a such a huge amount of clean sheets. I think they'll be annoyed. I think they'll be annoyed in the same way that, that you see City get annoyed when they concede and they come forward. I think we'll keep a clean sheet. No, I think Everton are a good attacking force, but I think Emmy Martinez will be annoyed that he's had such a good game and hasn't managed to keep a clean sheet. I think Tyra Minks, Edry Conza will be furious at himself. I think even Matty Cash from last week, um, just, you know, even there at the game today, if he was wherever he was, would have just been angry. I just think that we will be galvanised enough to, to, to keep a clean sheet. Um, and I hope, I hope that we have, that we do see Keenan Davis. I do think Ollie Watkins needs help. I, I you know, I like the guy. I think he's a great player, but he... He needs someone up there, um, and and I think what today has shown is that is that we do have people that can support him. Um, and like I say, with Jack Grealish back, this is it. Um, we are on winning form till the end of the season. Um, this is it. We are we are we are taking it back. Caterpillar cake all round. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we're on top. I can listen, I mean, we, we we're not. Listen, we're not. We're not. We're not. Getting, getting into Europe, we're not going down. We are going to finish in, in, in mid table. So you know why? Why not? There's no, there's no risk. There's no jeopardy. You know, like like the, the European yeah. Super League. There's no jeopardy. 
Um, <laughs> we just we're just going to pl- plod around the mid table, and we might as well just 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 mix things up a bit and give players opportunities that they would normally get if we were competing at the top or bottom end of the table. So, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd love to see just just yeah, Davis start or, or as you say, Frankie um, Ramsey coming in and playing playing in that in that centre midfield role. I tell you what, if only the Intertoto Cup still existed, we could still make that. That that was our trophy. We owned that. <laughs> Couldn't we, want, couldn't we also qualify once because we've got the least number of yellow cards? Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Bradford qualified that way once or something. Like, someone random like that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> the least number of yellow cards. <laughs> Just for being the nicest team, you qualify. Well done, guys. <laughs> Right, it's time for the Back in Time quiz, where I'll take a journey back in time to see how much these guys really know about Aston Villa. As ever, we're playing for the Townsend Trophy, named after Aston Villa legend Andy Townsend. And whoever wins the quiz takes hold of the trophy. And by the end of the season, whoever's won the title the most wins a free delicious Nando's. The catch being the losers have to buy it for them. Now, the last time you both played, it was Rasheen who came away victorious. Yes, it um, was. So we'll, let's see. I mean, let's see if history can repeat itself. Um, I'm going to ask you for your buzzer sound, Rasheen. I think I know which one you're going to go for. But just Gabby, to clarify, all day, every day. Gabby, all day, every day. Um, and uh, Frankie, what's your buzzer noise? I'm going to go with the tribute to the man who scored tonight, Keenan. Ke- just Keenan. Keenan Davis. Okay, right. Okay, so the, so the premise of this quiz is um, I'm going to name the clubs that these individual players played for, but not Aston Villa. So um, you have to buzz in when you think you know the name of this player. Oh dear, do we get any clues or just Well, just well if, you, if, if you're not, if you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go uh, like chrono- chronologically. Okay. So from, yeah. from, you know, the start of their career, if they played for Villa midway through the career, I'll skip over Villa oh and then I'll God. carry on with the clubs that they played for after us. Let's just give it to Frankie already. No, <laughs> come on. No, come on. I don't want this defeatist negative attitude before the quiz. This is a quiz. Everyone's happy for a quiz. All right. We stay positive. Oh, dear. Okay. Right, let's get this over and done with. Should we get this over and done with, shall we? Okay, right. Are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> so, this player started off at Middlesbrough. Then he went on loan to Sunderland during his spell at Middlesbrough early in his career. Then after playing for Middlesbrough, he joined us. Then he went to Liverpool. Keenan. Frankie. It's got to be Stuart Downing. It is Stuart Downing. You're absolutely (laughs) right. I would never have got that in a million years. I I saw him playing a reserve team game um, in Solihull. Um, when Birmingham City Reserves used to play at Solihull Borough and uh, he was playing for Middlesbrough Reserves and you know some players that you see up close you're just like my god they're another level and he was that Adil Tara randomly was that um, trying to think and then also Duncan Ferguson I saw play there and he told me uh, <laughs> he, somebody next to him me said um, Duncan disorderly to him right as the ball was ne- as he was near us uh, and like he then like the, he carried on playing and the ball got kicked away he looked around at me and my sister who at the time were like 14 and he goes you better keep your wee effing mouth sealed <laughs> so, 
I have been threatened by Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, you you love that story too much. I, I swear. tell you what, you better keep your wee effing mouth. <laughs> I see it whenever whenever I close my eyes to sleep. It's the first. Is he in this quiz, George? <laughs> Duncan disorderly is not in this quiz. No, <laughs> he isn't, and he's not here to defend himself. Uh, George, either. you better keep your way out of my clothes. <laughs> you sound like Martin McGuinness. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So it's one. It's, it's one nil. It's one nil to Frankie. I feel this could be a whitewash. Yeah, um, I think. Okay. We'll end it as soon as possible. Come on. <laughs> right, let's rattle through this. Right, okay. So so this this next player, okay, he started his career at Atletico Nacional. Then he went to River Plate. Keenan. Only one man. <laughs> Juan Pablo, top of the triangle. <laughs> there is only Juan, man. That's right. Oh, I thought, I thought you I might think I'm a, Yeah, I could have got that. I could have got could've that. Could have got that one. Yeah. But I didn't. But you didn't. Frankie did. Um, yeah. That makes it seem <laughs> Um There we are. Okay. So is this the decider? Who is it? If Frankie gets it, we're going to three. Yeah, I think it was decided before we started, but come on, let's go. <laughs> That's a spirit. Yeah. Okay, right. So he started with us. Um, and while he was with us, he went on loan to Chesterfield. Then he went to Stuttgart. Then uh, Keenan. <laughs> it's it's got to be the hammer. It's the hammer. <laughs> the Hitzelsberger. Well, I remember what they used to say about him was that you can, I mean, you can open a can of beans with his left foot, so he can, apparently. That's how good he is. That, remember someone at the villa describing him that that's what he is? You can open a can of beans with his left foot. Everyone always said that about Hitzelsberger. He, well, he can open a can of beans with his left foot. Yeah. That's what I swear that's what people used to say. I don't know why. Uh, you're right. Well done, Frankie. You're absolutely right. Here's Thomas Hitzelsberger. And oh. that makes it 3 0 to Frankie and a very comprehensive win for Frankie. The world I, don't, I don't think I put my all into that, I must say. It's because I, I won yeah. last time. I wanted to let Frankie win because <laughs> I really, you know, I feel like. I, I, I just think it, it's good for his confidence, you know, to, to win every so often. Well, that's very generous of you. Yeah. And, that was about um, a month I'm ago. I'm nothing if not kind. That was what? That was about a month ago I lost, and I've been living under a cloud ever since. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been the same. You feel better now? A little bit. Still hurts. Still yeah, hurts. he wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy <laughs> you, George. He's ready. I can sense it in his voice. Yeah, he's um, primed. Or, or maybe that's his Duncan Ferguson impression. I can't. <laughs> um, but yes, well done, Frankie. You've won, and and that 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 wild herb sauce is inching its way. It's oozing towards you uh, as the weeks <laughs> as the weeks go by. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, George Zelinsky. See you next week, Rasheen. Goodbye, George. Up the villa. Up the villa and see you later, Frankie. See you in a bit. Up the villa. Draw, Frankie. And it's goodbye from me. We'll return next week to review the Everton game. But until then, come on, you villa boys from Aston. <laughs>